Welcome to Christ-Centered Meditation. My name is Andrea. This is a space for people who are looking for guided meditation on the word and love of Jesus Christ. We live in a fast-paced world, and setting aside time to dwell in the presence of the Lord strengthens our faith and confidence in Christ, while simultaneously weakening the powers and principalities of darkness. This is a 10-minute meditation that you can do absolutely anywhere. I purposely leave some spaces silent, so do not check your recording or worry that the podcast stopped playing somehow. That silence is purposeful so that you can speak with God or hear from Him, whichever is more pertinent. Let's begin with prayer. Dear Heavenly Father, I just reach up to you because you are the God of the universe. You are King of Kings and you are so loving. We don't deserve your love and yet here we are seeking it. And we thank you so much for for hearing us, for already wanting to hear this prayer and already answering it before it was prayed. God, we are so grateful to know you and we ask that you be with us as we spend this time contemplating your word. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. Let's take some deep breaths. Feeling our stomach expand and then our rib cage and finally our chest. Release that breath. Let the sensation of breathing calm you. Take another breath. Feel it fill you completely and then release it. Take this moment to release all of the things on your to-do list that you are gripping so tightly. Errands needing to be run, work needing to be completed, phone calls you need to make, emails you need to respond to, books to be read, children to be fed or played with. All of these things are great things to have on a to-do list, but for now, I'm asking you to hand them over to God. Gather up your list of items, all the items that you need to complete, and on your next exhalation, release them. Just let them go as if they were not even yours to begin with, as if you have absolutely nothing on your plate at this very moment in time. Take another deep breath in and out. Continue to focus on your breath as I read from 1 John chapter 2 in the New King James Version. My little children, these things I write to you so that you may not sin. And if anyone sins, we have an advocate with the Father, Jesus Christ the righteous. And he himself is the propitiation for our sins, and not for ours only, but also for the whole world. Now by this we know that we know him, if we keep his commandments. He who says, I know him, and does not keep his commandments, is a liar, and the truth is not in him. But whoever keeps his word, truly the love of God is perfected in him. By this we know that we are in him. He who says he abides in him ought himself also to walk just as he walked. Pausing here, do you know him? 
our advocate, our savior, our friend, the one who died for our sins and also for the sins of the whole world, do you know him? The word tells us that if we know him, we keep his commandments. And that's daunting, right? That if we abide in him, we ought to walk just as he walked. And this is a lofty expectation, and it can do two different things to our minds. It can make us feel guilty, unworthy even, or without hope. Maybe enough to make us turn away. Or it can make us feel that same guiltiness, that same unworthiness and hopelessness, and yet we could bring that to our advocate, Jesus Christ the righteous. And we can hand it over and ask for his grace, his forgiveness, and his transforming powers to radically take over our lives. If you're still listening, I'm hoping, I'm assuming that you're interested in the latter. It might be difficult to believe that God can work in our lives. We constantly make mistakes. We constantly backslide. But I'm here to remind you that the breath you are feeling right now is a reminder that your story is not over. The mistakes you made yesterday do not need to define your today and your tomorrow. So here's an opportunity to ask God. Ask for forgiveness. Ask Him to guide your thoughts. Ask Him to reveal a specific change that needs to take place in your life. And maybe after, maybe after he's revealed an area or areas that need transformation, before you set yourself to fixing things, I want you to take another breath. Just pause and recognize that you nor I can fix anything. So whatever he just revealed to you, I want you to imagine rolling that into a ball and handing it back to Christ. Let his Holy Spirit, the advocate with our Father, let that spirit dwell within you and ultimately transform you. Maybe he revealed something that needs to change. Maybe he revealed somebody you need to talk to. Maybe he revealed something you need to stop watching, something you need to stop eating, something you need to stop saying. I don't know what it is that he revealed to you, but I know that he is the one that can make changes within you. As I continue reading this chapter, I want you to look at the day ahead of you and contemplate how these words can affect the way you relate to the people around you and contemplate how they can inspire your footsteps and communication with your family, with your friends, or with complete strangers. Continuing in 1 John chapter 2, verse 7. Brethren, I write no new commandment to you, but an old commandment which you have had from the beginning. The old commandment is the word which you heard from the beginning. 
Again, a new commandment I write to you, which thing is true in him and in you, because the darkness is passing away and the true light is already shining. He who says he is in the light and hates his brother is in darkness until now. He who loves his brother abides in the light and there is no cause for stumbling in him. But he who hates his brother is in darkness and walks in darkness and does not know where he is going because the darkness has blinded his eyes. I write to you, little children, because your sins are forgiven you for his name's sake. I write to you, fathers, because you have known him who is from the beginning. I write to you, young men, because you have overcome the wicked one. I write to you, little children, because you have known the Father. I have written to you, fathers, because you have known him who is from the beginning. I have written to you, young men, because you are strong and the word of God abides in you, and you have overcome the wicked one. I'm going to repeat the last few verses I read ruminate on these words. These words are inspired and they speak to every generation, every single person. And let Christ's creative ability make them real in your life and help you to keep them in your memory. 1 John chapter 2, now starting at verse 12. I write to you, little children, because your sins are forgiven you for his name's sake. I write to you, fathers, because you have known him who is from the beginning. I write to you, young men, because you have overcome the wicked one. I write to you, little children, because you have known the Father. I have written to you, fathers, because you have known him who is from the beginning. I have written to you, young men, because you are strong, and the word of God abides in you, and you have overcome the wicked one.